Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. I'm back in New Jersey. You're back. Back in dirty Jersey. Next week, I'm taping the show from Indiana. Indiana, Indiana. Yes, uh, Tracy's Gary, niece. Indiana? Gary, Indiana? No, Zionsville, Indiana. Zionsville. Oh, I actually yes. know where Zionsville is. So I started this journey in Indiana. I went from Indiana to the Netherlands, to Belgium, to Germany, to Luxembourg, back to the Netherlands, to New Jersey, to Florida, to New Jersey, to Indiana, to New Jersey, then to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) What a long space trip it's been. That's for damn sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, uh, this is Memorial Day weekend where we, uh, we keep in our memory those that gave the ultimate sacrifice. Not only the ones who passed away fighting for this great experiment, but those who uh, came back maybe not the same mentally, maybe not the same physically. And uh, it's a somber time. It's not a time where you say to somebody, happy Memorial Day. Yeah, it is not a all about hot dogs, hamburgers. And, no. Uh, no. And we have to remember, these are the people that gave it all and paved the way for us to enjoy the freedoms that we fight for. For us to fuck it up. Yeah, well, we're we're doing our best to do that in this country. I'll tell we you sure that. Are. And uh, but again, I just want to give. I'd like to give thanks to everybody out there who served men, women, children, um, everybody that gave the ultimate sacrifice uh, for us. On a lighter note, uh, you know, Governor Ron DeSantis is running for president, and now Chris Christie says he's probably going to put his hat <laughs> in the ring and. I want to tell you right now, Chris Christie needs to run. It's a not for president, act. but he needs to run. He just needs to run. He just needs to run or walk at least. Yeah, he should start maybe with a slow gait of a jog, maybe a little walk or whatever. Get himself some New Balances or whatever. Something like that. Exercise or whatever. Stay out of the Waffle call. House a little bit. Yeah, but he needs to do something. Uh, a, a, a little later in the show, we're going to talk about huge. Uh, lawsuit and judicial decision with FPC but first I want to thank Dan Schmutter for uh, for radioing in, in with us last week to give us his synopsis and legalese of um, where we can and cannot carry and what's going on and remember all you listeners out there this case is in flux and uh, you know uh, obviously the case is going to continue to go on and there's going to be more clarification from the judge and uh, we're going to talk about what New Jersey's trying to do right now in the Senate president. But Nick Wong from CNJFO, who's on the board of CNJFO, who's up here all the time for the diversity shoots, always bringing me cigars and everything. He listened to Dan's uh, dissertation last week on show 626, and he went through it in detail. And he posted everywhere. CNJFO did a mass uh, uh, blanket uh, post on it. And it's just everywhere. And... Uh, I want to read what he wrote because what he wrote uh, clicked with me because, you know, Dan gets into the weeds because Dan is a lawyer. Yeah. And Dan needs to be into the weeds like that. All right. So here's this is from Nick Wong. This is why you're supposed to support those who support you. He goes, Nick Wong, he goes, I listened to it all. Here's my notes. It's still the beginning of the case. 
There's still a lot to fight for until we get the final ruling. New Jersey is appealing the PI to the Third Circuit, but the case is still not complete. Everybody hear that? Judge Bum still needs a factual record, additional discovery, and evidentiary hearing. The court can potentially change their mind and take away places to carry, though it's not likely. We could potentially get more places allowed to carry. The judge has not expressed an opinion either way. Okay, people, we need more plaintiffs to show standing, and I'm going to get into that later about how people are really stepping up. So Nick continues, regarding private property, there are two different types of people, invitees and licensee. A licensee is someone who has explicit permission. An invitee has implied permission. For example, a Burger King. Nobody has to tell you that you have permission to enter. It is implied permission and considered the default rule. The state attempted to change the default rule that says if there is not explicit permission that you're not allowed. The state even tried to put in an amicus uh, brief arguing that the state gets to take the decision before the actual private property owner if they're not there to grant explicit consent. Judge Bum saw through that and struck it down as it would be uh, a flat-out ban on carry. Any Weasley thing the state can do, they're going to do. The court made a distinction of property held open to the public. The three types are commercial property open to the public, commercial property not open to the public, and private property. Commercial property open to the public, for example, a Burger King, they can kick you out but you cannot be charged as a trespasser just for entering the property. Commercial property not open to the public, for example, a warehouse or an office, etc. You need to have credentials to enter, a key card, etc. You still need explicit permission to enter. Residential property is not open to the public, but the court refers to the curtilage the walkway, the driveway, the front steps, the yard. The, U the UPS driver has to walk up to the door to deliver a package. They have no way of getting permission without going up and knocking on the door. So the same way a Burger King is open to the public, the curtilage of a property is open to the public. If you have to unlock a door, swipe a card key, etc., it is not open to the public. It's confusing, right, everybody? But listen... This is how the law works. We have to get into the nitty gritty. Now, we got more out of Judge Bump's PI than we did at the initial TRO. The court concluded that the injury claimed was not likely to arise in the short time frame. This is why we got more in the PI versus the TRO. Regarding doctor's offices, Schmutter disagrees with the opinion. However, we have plenty of time to sway the court to our position that it's a single prohibition that covers the whole thing versus getting access to only a select list of medical facilities. If you're likely to go to one of the medical facilities listed and a member of ANJRPC or for that matter, CNJFO, FPC, SAF, etc., email Dan Schmutter at Hartman, dschmutter at hartmanwinicki.com. You, you can provide an affidavit and can provide assistance to the case to demonstrate standing. A lot of people stepped up. I'm going to read their letters later. 
We did not get wildlife refugees coverage in the PI as the case does not have anyone demonstrating standing, standing that they are planning on going to one of those places and can't carry. Dan will be putting out a call and listing all the places so that we have more support to provide the standing. There is a two-gun limit on the firearms you can carry. If there are more guns in the car, there is a distinction on what you're carrying versus not carrying. The state will be requesting appealing the PI, requesting a stay pending appeal, which would stop the PI ruling until the appeal is ruled on. If the stay is granted to the state, the law would go back into effect nullifying the PI and all restrictions would go back into effect. Pay attention to what happens to this. It's important. I don't think the state is going to win on this at the Third Circuit, but the Third Circuit is split 7-7. We don't know what three-judge panel we're going to get. So onward, we know the Supreme Court is the final destination. We're in a race with New York with the Second Circuit to the uh, Supreme Court, as well as a few other uh, district courts. Now, Dan also touched on the Magban case. The three cases have been combined for discovery. The Magban case, ANJRPC's assault firearms case, and FPC's Cheeseman assault firearm case. The three cases are combined for discovery, exchanging reports, evidence, etc. The schedule has been set. Discovery wraps up and filed dispositive motions by September. Dispositive motions by September. And we will be heard by the court in October. The motions have the potential to resolve the cases entirely. This is the possibility that the cases may be, there is a possibility that the cases may be resolved as early as October, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what's going on there. Now, ANGRPC, if you're not a member, you should wire into them because they issued a chart of where you can and can't carry. If you stop by the Gun for Hire range, we have two-sided papers printed out and folded of where you can and can carry that are dated today because, you know, they're good for now. They're the most current where and you where you can and where you cannot carry places. And so, of course, our friends at News2A.com, they also have analysis of Judge Bum's opinion that put the New Jersey carry law on hold. And you should be following News 2A. They're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, and of course they, they post everywhere um, on all the social media uh, sites. So it's definitely take a little time and give it a good read about where you can and cannot carry. Uh, and uh, follow these guys and girls. I don't know who writes for them. So fo- when I say guys, I mean it as gender neutral. If it offends you, um, let me know, and I'll send you a package of dog poo <laughs> if you're offended by it. Um, ANJRPC also put out a chart of where you can and cannot carry. If you go to ANJRPC.org, if you go to the Gun for Hire uh, website on our page and you click uh, CCW, the chart is there. It's a PDF you can download. If you come to the range, we printed out thousands of them, and we have them at the range, so you can just come and get one and uh, take one or two or three and carry them with you and keep one in your car and keep it in your gun bag. So if you are uh, pulled over by a cop, you can say, look, ladies and gentlemen, I have this right here, and uh, this is where I can and cannot carry, and these are the codes of where I can and cannot carry. So it's important uh, that you have that. Now, we all know that the uh, the state of New Jersey filed an injunction with the Third Circuit, and they're trying to reverse 
the decision from Judge Bum because they, they hate freedom and they hate us. And so, listen, we knew this was going to happen and we were prepared for this. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Mo, Mahmoud Ramadan, who, you know, got TRO'd in Patterson, mm. he was one of the guys that stepped up because of medical facilities to be a plaintiff for Dan. And he was on the phone with Dan when Dan got the alert from his uh, assistant that the state had just filed with the Third Circuit a uh, stay. And basically, Dan was like, I got to go. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> now, there's, there's people uh, telling me that Dan hasn't gotten back to them yet about medical facilities. If you, if you email Dan to step up to be a plaintiff, Dan has until the 30th to file his brief against the state stay in the third circuit so he's a little busy yeah right okay so don't he's not ignoring you believe me keep sending the emails if you want to step up and i'm going to read a bunch of them later so he's not ignoring you he just has to uh stay the course okay it's very very important that he focuses on that because he's got to convince the third circuit to keep the pi in place while the case proceeds Okay, he has to say, based on the merits, there's a good chance we're going to win on all of this. So the PI should stay based on that. So Dan really can't be handling everything else. We will need you plaintiffs, though, later on. So please, please, please don't be don't be dissuaded. We, I, re I really need all of you to, to stay up now. OK, a couple of things. Let me talk about ANGRPC's analysis just a little bit. Uh, they get into it really deep on their website, and I don't want to. I don't want to get into it. It's too much two C codes and everything. So I just, I just want, I just want to leave that alone for now. But I want to talk about um, what's going on in uh, in the world of the pistol brace. Knappen is going to be talking about his pistol brace warning on his show. So I'm not going to get into detail, but he's saying. You know, the Biden pistol brace ban uh, grace period ends May 31st, and we're all going to become felons. And I want everybody to listen to Knappen show because I'm not a lawyer. That's why I had Dan on. And there's no sense of me having Evan Knappen on the show when Dev Evan's going to cover this in detail on his show. So if you're not listening to the Gun Lawyer podcast, as soon as you're done listening to Gun for Hire Radio, please go listen to the Gun Lawyer podcast. I know we all watch uh, and listen to Four Boxes Diner and, you know, all these other um, two-way organizations out there but gunfire radio and the gun lawyer podcast are the only two that are primarily new jersey okay i i'm not primarily new jersey all the time but evan is primarily new jersey so you know i'll talk about other things that happen in new york especially which uh, affects us and, and what what stays in new jersey doesn't stay in new jersey what mm. happens it goes over to pennsylvania etc cetera, etc cetera. but the big thing is, how many years have I been saying support those who support you, Sandy? No, 15. And how many years have I been saying support the five families of 2A? The same amount. All right. So the five families are NRA, ANJRPC, CNJFO, FPC, and J2AS in New Jersey. There's also Second Amendment Foundation. Obviously, there's GOA. But I pick the five that I repeat all the time. So yes, May excuse me, May twenty sixth, a judge in the Fifth Circuit says that anybody that has a short barrel rifle, brace pistol, blah 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 blah, if it's a Maxim Defense customer, or you're a member of FPC, you are covered under the injunction, and you are not a felon. 
So FPC is $40 a year. So anybody listening to this show, what's today's date, Sandy, Sunday? What's the date? Uh, it would be the 28th. So you have three days from listening to the show to go online and join FPC. You should have been a member already. Yeah, exactly. But if you're not a member of FPC, go and join right now because it looks like you're covered. And again, Knappen will be getting into this in more detail. So everybody out there, go out there and join the Firearms Policy Coalition. Their website, firearmspolicy.org. Did I make that simple enough for everybody? Yeah, I think that is pretty simple. Yeah. I think Knappen will be covering it, obviously, in more detail. By the way, Evan Knappen's new book is out. Okay, 25-year anniversary of his gun law book. I came back from, I don't know, wherever I was, and there was two limited edition run of 100 signed hardcover versions. It's a pretty book, isn't it? It's a pretty book. So I got one for here and one for home. We are going to be selling them here. We're having a book signing with Evan here. He will be signing books on his tour with uh, U.S. Law Shield, by the way. So, again, continue to support those who support you. Isn't it a wonderful thing? So, uh, by the way, Menendez is under investigation again, Sandy. <laughs> and that's going nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like house cars vacations paid for by another businessman oh well you know uh wife job money gifts the whole bit a he's a politician he's exempt b he's a democrat politician he's double exempt the double exempt yeah okay exactly so he's right. double exempt uh so nothing will happen to him it's just interesting but every time he's under an indictment he calls for now he wants to go after a uh, gun marketing in, in federally, no, uh, the way we're marked. Yeah, every time he's under an indictment, he goes yeah, after right. gun stuff. It's so apropos. They all do. Do you mm -hmm. notice that? Every time they're getting in trouble, they they uh, they like to blow the uh, anti-gun horn. So, the reason why we keep fighting, and the reason we know that our cases are going to go to Supreme Court, and the reason we belong to the five organizations, and that I pitch it all the time, and just so you know, for everybody listening to the show. I've been a member of ANGRPC for about 30 years. I've been on the board of ANGRPC for about 17 or 18 years. I was executive vice president for a long time. And I've been uh, an NRA member since the 80s. And I've been an NRA on uh, committees for about 10 or 12 years. And I've been on the NRA board for about four years. And yet every time I talk on this show, I tell you to support the NRA, ANGRPC, FPC, CNJFO, and NJ2AS. Don't I, Sandy? Yes, sir. I don't tell everybody to just to, just to support the two organizations that I'm a member of right. and I, I'm on the board, right? Right. I tell everybody to support every organization because I make donations to all of those organizations. I should I donate everyone. time. I donate money. I donate what advertising, mm -hmm. whatever it is, because we're all in this together. So... Uh, I don't want to hear, don't donate to this organization. Listen, every organization has a different area of focus, a different area of expertise. While the media is constantly uh, uh, attacking the NRA and having us under lawsuits in New York State for our, of violating our First Amendment rights, while we're fighting that fight and spending millions of dollars in legal fees, 
the NRA is still doing a pretty good job, got brewing to the Supreme Court. And look what the other two-way organizations have been doing, like FPC, CNJFO, right. SAF, yep. NJ2AS. They're all, they're all doing it. So donate to all of them, ladies and gentlemen. you got Carrie in New Jersey now. Spend $200 a year and belong to all the organizations because it's not going to stop because another yeah. guy who's under investigation is the Senate president, Nicholas Scatiri. All right. Now, listen to him. This was a New Jersey Globe. He gave an interview following a federal ruling last week that blocked large portions of New Jersey's new concealed carry laws. Senate President Nick Scatiri of Linden, the law's sponsor in the Senate, said that he still believes the law is constitutionally sound. Yeah, him and Joe <laughs> Daniels said. I'm a thousand percent sure that this is constitutionally sound, said Joe Daniels said. I'm your guy. I'm a gun guy. Yeah. So here's what Scatiri said. We're going to let the litigation process move forward. We took the steps we needed to take. I believe the bill is solid and constitutional, and we're hoping that as it works through the litigation process, we'll see it our way. Has he ever read he was, the Constitution? No, he's only read his checkbook and oh. his grift. Ah, that's grift what book, it is. Okay, yes. He was asked what steps the legislature might take if the law is ultimately deemed un unconstitutional. He wrote, if it's struck down, we'll start over. Yep. We might involve looking at the ruling and see what other steps we can do that fit within that ruling while still safeguarding New Jerseyans from lots and lots of additional guns legally carried on the streets. Why is he not concerned about guns that are illegally carried on the streets? The stupidity even of their statements. It's just unbelievable. They don't really care. We're concerned about guns legally carried on our streets. Why would you be concerned? So does that uh, represent law enforcement also who legally carry guns on our streets? Oh, wait a minute. They did same organization, same Democrat Party did defund the police. So, yeah, maybe maybe that's true. At least they're not hypocrites. So that they're going to focus on lots and lots of guns that are legally carried on New Jersey streets. Listen, how many times have I said, once you realize they hate us, That's it right. all makes sense. They hate us, okay? they I can't implore you guys enough. They literally hate us. They loathe us. They look at us. They look down their nose at us, okay? They loathe and, us. They ridicule us. They they chide us. It's it's. They look at us as spoiled little children who want our toys, and they literally use those words. Yes. So here's another one. This was an opinion written by NJ.com, by the editorial department, always anonymous. And all the, of course, all the, uh, you can't comment on their website. You can comment on their Insta or, or Twitter. But I don't follow them on anything. I wouldn't give them a dime. Uh, so this was by the editorial board. Boycott businesses that allow guns. Summer's coming so start packing. <laughs> packing heat, that is. Because you can now take a firearm to the beach, the mall, the movie theater, or the corner bar in New Jersey. You can take it to MetLife, the Prue, Liberty State Park, and Turtleback Zoo. Just don't carry your Glock into schools or hospitals because there might be slow-moving kids or seniors in those places, and we don't want to expose them to any needless, you know, danger. Oh, my God. Wow. What Pravda. 
The lesson in dementic, demented logic comes courtesy of a federal district judge who followed the lead of the U.S. Supreme Court and took a wrecking ball to our state law limiting the number of sensitive places where you can carry a firearm. <laughs> who wrote this shit? The editorial department. They won't oh, put their names on it. That's great. Our legislature had tried to limit the damage of the high court's Bruin decision which protected concealed carry rights by restricting its reach and banning the guns from a broad range of venues. But Judge Renee Marie Bum took a hard line swatting down most of those restrictions. There is hope that on appeal, the Third Circuit might take a different view, one that respects the overwhelming sentiment of people in New Jersey. No, the overwhelming first-tier people in New Jersey. Yeah. The How about the Constitution tier? of the United States? Is New Jersey still part of the United States? I no. doubt that very much, is it? But here, So here's the editorial department's advice now. In the meantime, we can press to aggressively enforce limits that survive, like the right for private businesses and homes to deny entrance to anyone with a firearm. Six in ten New Jerseyans believe federal gun laws are too weak, and 72% are very concerned about gun violence. Okay, so... Six in ten believe New Jersey's federal gun laws are too weak. Is that referring to federal gun laws a crime, criminal federal gun laws, or law-abiding citizen gun laws? They don't elaborate. And 72% are very concerned about gun violence. So wouldn't that tell you that 72% of your listeners and readers are concerned about violence that's committed with a gun in New Jersey? Since all of that violence is committed with a gun in New Jersey by Criminals, repeat criminals, felons, illegals, or whatever, shouldn't we be addressing that? Mm. No. So their advice is, so put our money where our mouths are by boycotting businesses that allow guns on their property. How's that? Yeah. Our hope is that businesses adapt by posting a no firearm sign on their front doors. And if they don't, remember to call and let them know while you're, while you're not patronizing them. Can you believe this crap? And I would say that we need to do the same thing. Instead we are. of just sticking your thumb up your ass, do it for a change. I don't want to be on a list. I don't want to make waves. Oh, I really like Target. Well, uh, maybe it's time to play the game properly. Correct. So are, we have a website. It's called standstrong.biz. Standstrong.biz. It's formerly the Quarantine Crawl. We list over 350 businesses, products, and services that allow. If anybody would like to be on it, if you have a business product or service, please email info at gunforhire.com and say, I want to be added on standstrong.biz. Yep, perfect. Okay? I'd like to see a 1,000 New Jersey uh, businesses on this page we have 350 that i did during the covid lockdowns all right and if you find a business that posts that uh, no guns are allowed i would suggest you stop in and politely let them know why you're not shopping there or just jot them a note but i said politely well if you stop in here we have business cards that you can drop off that's uh, right in, in the business we just had business cards made up and if you'll give me a second, maybe I'll find one. Oh, my God, look at all my travel pics. I went to so many pretty places. <laughs> Matt Focus. and I. Matt, yes, Matt and I. Well, some of them weren't that pretty. I went to uh, Luxembourg where yeah, Pat is well, buried and uh, 8,000 mm. of our young 
men and women, nurses, doctors, troops, and everybody that were killed during the Battle of the Bulge, yeah. which was uh, quite humbling as well. So Matt made up these cards that say standstrong.biz, and you find any business that is uh, not allowing you to come in with a gun, you drop this card off and you say, I will not be shopping here because you're taking my safety in your hands by not allowing me to exercise my right. So I'm taking my business somewhere else, and on the bottom it says standstrong.biz. We have those cards here, but you have to stop by the range and, and get them. So it says, good luck. This store is taking the responsibility for your safety. If you would like to shop at businesses who allow concealed carry, please visit. We have a QR2 code, and it says standstrong.biz, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? So NJ.com, F them. They want to boycott businesses. Again, they hate us. They want to boycott businesses. F them all. Diane Pruitt, founder, Guiding Reigns Equine Assisted Therapy for Veterans, first responders, and their families. Fight or flight. And that's where a lot of our veterans identify. They're in that hypervigilant fight or flight mode at all times. And so when we're doing an activity, we do a lot of discussion about pressure. A lot of them don't like applying pressure. Well, not all pressure is bad. One of the little things that have come up is trying to get the horse to do an activity and they're like well I don't you know I don't want to hurt him when you know you're not going to hurt him just go for it and and then the aha moment is is when they would complete an activity or a task is then we'd say does your horse look upset or pissed off with you and they're like no and they're like there you go you are saying you can't be in my face in my pocket right now I need you to do a job and the big thing is setting boundaries for example I had one participant and this horse would not leave her alone he was biting at her you know shirt even her pants like he was going for her shoelaces and finally asked I said um are you okay with that she said I am I said okay and you'd see her she kept trying to listen to my instruction and she kept kind of would you stop it you know just and finally I said what's going on here and she's like he's just aggravating me and he's all over me and in my space and won't stop and I said um does that go on in your everyday life? And she looked at me like I had hit her in between the eyes. And she just paused and said, oh my goodness, I do. I said, do you let people walk all over you? She said, yes, I do. And it was the whole, she doesn't set boundaries. She would just, she just lets people at work, kids come at her, come at her, come at her, until she just it was at a breaking point. And it's those little aha moments that she literally turned and looked at that horse like, you're totally being what's in my life. And I said, now just take a moment and set your boundaries with that horse and let's come back. And literally that horse stood next to her and all but about fell asleep, never bothered her ever again. So it's those little tiny, just to get folks to identify versus us sitting there going, you have this problem and this is what you need to do to fix it. We don't address it that way. We let them address the problem. The horse will bring up the problem and address the problem with them. You can keep this life-changing and vital program alive for veterans, first responders, and their caregivers. Won't you please help? 100% of your one-time or reoccurring tax-deductible contribution goes directly to transforming the life of a deserving, disabled brother or sister in arms. Let's not turn our backs on those who have given themselves to preserving our liberty and rescuing us from harm. Please join me and the scores of other veterans and first responders 
who are stepping up to help our fallen brothers and sisters. Go to guidingrams.org, see what they're accomplishing, and consider helping us save this program from extinction. Because if it disappears, so does hope for so many families just like yours. GuidingRames.org G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot O-R-G Gun for Hire Radio is brought to you by Marty's V-Burger. Voted best house-made burger by Vegan News Magazine. Go to martysvburger.com and don't forget to mention Gun for Hire for 20% off. Yes. Okay, so, if you live in New York, N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E, nytacdefense.com. It's $35 a month. If you mention Gun for Hire, you get a 10% discount off of your monthly membership and $15 off if you pay an annual membership. Peter Tillum is the man. This is your legal defense fund because you can't have a U.S. law shield in New York, but you can have NY TAC defense. I've been referring people uh, for New York. People are coming in with questions. They're getting their carry. They're doing this. I'm like, reach out to Peter. Tell him I sent you. The next day I get an email. Oh, my God. He spent a half hour with me on the phone. He didn't charge me. I joined up for his services. I referred my friends and family to sign up for his services. You, you've listened. Hindsight is twenty twenty for $35 a month to have a retainer of a big hitter like him in a 2A community. It's priceless. Yeah. So moving on to New Jersey, if you live in New Jersey, obviously you all know we do not need to have murder insurance in New Jersey right now. <laughs> Murphy got knocked down with that. Judge Bum put a hold on that. It's part of the PI. Well, U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com, uh, use code GUNFORHIRE, G-U-N-F-O-R-H-I-R-E, please, uh, when you log on. That is our legal defense fund, who the lead attorney is Evan Knappen. There are other attorneys that U.S. Law Shield also retains, but for $35, well, it starts at like $15 a month, and it goes up depending on what you add. It's like a la carte, but covers you for all weapons. Uh, it's imperative that, that you have that, okay? Really, I can't implore you enough. Use Gun for Hire, one word, or Gun for Hire Radio. Uh, remember now, uh, the quarantine crawls changed to standstrong.biz. Bookmark it on your phone. <clears throat> it searches by location. Ask if you would like to use your location by location. And then look at the businesses that are surrounding you. And you're going to be like, oh, shit. I never ate there. Or I never had copies made over here. Or I never used that lawyer. I never used this one. Do it. Okay. Uh, my doctor, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. NJ.com. Sandy, I was in Bruges, Belgium, and my CVS prescription renewal came up. And I went to renew it, and it said that you need doctor's permission. Mm. Okay, for a renewal. I took a screenshot. I text messaged Dr. Joe. About four seconds later, my phone rings. He goes, you're due for an appointment. He goes, let's do a, a, a MediConference uh, Zoom. Can we do it now? I said, yeah. Sitting outside, puts it on. Boom, 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 15 minutes we spent together. He renews my prescriptions. My wife picked up the prescriptions while I was in Belgium. Where are you <laughs> going to get that? How simple that is, right? Where are you getting that? Yeah, nowhere yeah. else. Good luck. Right. Good luck. So uh, remember, it's N Optimal Health 
wellnessnj.com. Dr. Joe Sampatero. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, lakeis.org. My guy, Tony Gallo, out there. They're looking for kids 12 to 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competitions. For more information, make sure you visit their site. Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue South. Say hello to Sharon Decker, zenfloatcenter.com. My guy John down in Monmouth County at Aberdeen Guns. Crime Proof is available down there as well as Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. Both of our books, autographed copies are down there. Support those who support you. You don't near, live near the Woodland Park Range, Gun for Hire, go down to Aberdeen Guns, okay? If you go to our website and you put uh, Gun for Hire com and click njccw permit it's like the second or third square on the bottom on the on the home page everything you need there brad Hendricks has given us invaluable information carry page timeline tips everything is right there and keep me posted with the good the bad and the ugly with departments processing fid cards pistol permits and most importantly carry permits and if they're asking for any extra frivolous extraneous stuff i need to know about it please okay uh, please remember the CNJFO DC Project fundraiser is July 29th at the mansion on Main Street in Voorhees. Please check it out. Just go to cnjfo.com and uh, support those who support you. And, of course, my buddy Steve Churchill is the chairperson for the North Jersey Friends of the NRA, which is happening October 5th, 2023 at Biagio's in Paramus. Just go to friendsofnra.org, look up events, and book yourself a couple of seats and a couple of tables because we all need to support those who support you. It's going to be a good night. I'm the keynote speaker. Gun for Hire will be the FF. L. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to donate a lot of stuff and we're going to make it exciting for everyone. Also, uh, I was away, so I just want to tell you, we bought a couple of estates, estate sales. One was over 800 guns, one was over 100 guns, and one was over 30 guns, Sandy. Wow, that's pretty cool. All from Bergen County, by the way. Nice. I tried this um, marketing thing uh, that worked. Money mailer. <laughs> I, and uh, believe it or not, that we buy old guns, we will come to you fully licensed and insured, and we got like uh, 50 hits, Sandy. Wow. Yeah. And we got a bunch of good ones. Well, a lot of, of old so, folks are dying off. Yep. Right? So we're currently running them in the three other counties right now. That was Bergen County we ran, um, and now we're running in three other counties. So we got a ton of guns here. This one collector was a degenerate collector of Winchester Model 94 lever actions. Wow. We have uh, concurring serial number guns. Oh, my God. We got a ton of 1911s. We just got a, a lot of good stuff. Uh, some stuff is in average condition. The majority of the stuff is brand new in boxes. We sold about 30% of it while I was away, but we got a lot more come down. It's first come, first serve. You know, uh, they vilify us now. When we protect ourselves or our family, right? The criminals are the heroes and the law-abiding victims become the criminals. It's completely backwards, right? Yep. Mass shoplifting, all the big box stores are closing in San Francisco and in Chicago and everywhere now. You know, you just see all the inner cities are getting hammered because we don't enforce any crime or anything. But uh, – I just read this article, which really, really, this, this guy, Kofi Addo, he came to the United States from Ghana in 2006. And uh, since he's been in this country, uh, wife, kids, he's been working as a cab driver, taxis, nights. And uh, 
three teenagers got in his uh, taxi, 13 and 14 years old, and they shot him in the head and they robbed him. Like just raw, disgusting, unbelievable, killing him. Uh, this was in New York. And uh, people, we can't defend ourselves, right? So, you know, this is like page 30 story. You know, you don't even hear about stuff like this. And, yeah, because uh, it happens so often. Yeah, we're numb to it. And uh, but if he had fought those kids back, or had shot one of those kids or something, oh, it would have been be the front jail. page yeah, right. of the news. He would, yeah, yeah, he would have been in jail. And uh, I, it's funny. After I read that article, a few minutes later, I see an article by uh, Red State by this guy Jeff Charles, who I've read his stuff before, and he wrote "From Heroes to Villains: The Consequences of Demonizing Self-Defense." You know. And it's so true that the media and the establishment now have demonized people that are choosing to defend themselves. We're going the way of Britain. Exactly. And, you know, the criminals got the memo. Yes, they did. And they're doing whatever they want to do. And they're doing it anywhere they want. You see it every day, like CVS and Walgreens and Target and Nordstrom's and Neem. People just walking in, taking whatever they want and walking out. And, of course, we, the third tier, we're paying for it. Because the second tier ain't paying for it, and the yeah. first tier could give a shit. Right, exactly. Because this is all planned. You know, I've, I've been saying for years, 1984, an Animal Farm, uh, not avail, uh, now available in nonfiction. <laughs> yeah. But basically, those two books by Orwell, and they weren't designed to be playbooks. No. They were designed to be warnings. Right. Yet here we are. Yeah, exactly. While we're arguing about pronouns. Right. Yep. Our, our society is degrading at this m massive rate. Yep. What do you see changes in the medical field, Sandy? Do you see the same thing going on? I see a, a wholesale um, canonization <laughs> where uh, you know Canada is making it as easy as possible for you to get assisted suicide by a doctor, but very difficult to get an MRI. And the same thing is happening. I mean, they followed suit in Britain. Um, there have been hospitals in Britain who have been literally, I mean, this is, this is macabre and bizarre. It sounds as if it's made up, but um, using the uh, bodies of aborted uh, babies to fuel furnaces in the, uh, in the wintertime. Uh, in uh, in the hospitals, I mean, to to where I mean, we're, we're we're literally praying to the god of Moloch, where the child sacrifice and we're mutilating children, and that's fine. Uh, a child can't uh, I, if you're if you're twenty year twenty and one half years old in most states in the United States, including the state of Alabama, you can't have a beer. But you can uh, mutilate your body at eight years old if you want, even without parent, parental consent in most states. <clears throat> it should be 18 before you make any decisions like that. I mean, <clears throat> why, is it, why is it you're not competent to drink at 18, but you can make a life-changing alteration that cannot really be reversed um, by yourself? If, if you're if you are mature enough to be able to do that, shouldn't you be mature enough to be able to have a beer, and mm. vice versa? Or uh, I don't I don't understand any of what's going on anymore. You can serve your country too. You yeah. can die. For oh, your you can country. die for your country too, but you can't have a beer while you're doing it. Correct. Yeah.
So that's just, I mean, we've, we've just, uh, from the medical side, it's just, it's, it's turned the other way. I mean, big pharma, we wouldn't, we, we, there are certain things we cannot get into yet. Um, but um, let's just say that medicine isn't medicine anymore and um, science isn't science anymore. Science is up, upended. Medicine's got its ass up its head, up its own, got, it's got its head up its own ass. And, um, we are uh, we are all paying the price for it. Yes, we are. Well, Christie's running. I heard he ran three feet. He ran three feet, and so he's thrown his he's thrown his hat in a ring, which is a clown hat. So, that's so you know, I get people all the time, and they're like, "Should I?" You know, I'd like to be a plaintiff, but I'm afraid, and it pisses me off. And I always say, "If not us, who? If not now, when?" Right. And uh, this is the first letter I got when I was away uh, after Dan's show. Good morning. First of all, thank you for everything you're doing for Fighting for Our Rights. Second, great show on Sunday morning. Very informative. Um, and uh, I am an EMT and work in the city of Newark. My employer allows us to conceal carry as long as we abide by the law. As you know, the city of Newark is not the safest of neighborhoods. I'm constantly <laughs> in and out of nursing homes, hospitals, and other health care buildings and constantly disarming myself to enter those buildings as an annoyance. I'd be happy to assist further in any way. Please have Dan contact me. Thank you, Dan T. See, this is what's called stepping up. Hey, Anthony. I can be a plaintiff for Dan. I go to a cancer hospital for routine checkups and scans, etc. Um, I couldn't write his email down while driving. I sent it to him already. This is by Daniel Iannuzzo, proud gold member of the range. Daniel, young man stepping up, we need you. Uh, Ant, great show on Sunday. No response necessary, just adding to your data. Oakland, completed my application, dropped off the PD, fingerprints are done January 30th, called to pick up my carry permit on uh, May... Uh, uh, 15th, uh, January, February, March, April. that's too much. The detective was excellent. Hope vacation is great. Look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, John K. Performance Design. John K. Performance Design has that mobile uh, gym that you get in. And oh, he that's kicks your cool. ass. Yeah. And then he rolls you off into your driveway and he <laughs> drives away and he goes to the next house and does it. Um, so he's re- Performance Design. Check him out. Again, he's on the. He's on the uh, the biz page as well. So you want to uh, standstrong.biz. You want to go to uh, his uh, page as well. All right. So, Anthony, I was just at the range, but they told me you already left. I don't know if you remember me. I was the one who dropped off Hala from aisle one a few months ago, and you gave me an autographed copy of Crime Proof. Thank you. I was listening to one of your recent shows, and I heard you really enjoyed some smoked fish while in Europe. Since I work for the largest smoked fish manufacturer in the United States, Acme Smoked Fish, I wanted to bring you something direct from the factory. I brought a pound of Nova and a pound of pastrami smoked salmon uh, of our most premium fish. Flown in fresh and smoked, sliced, and packed all within a week. Since you weren't around, I asked them to leave it in the fridge right outside your office. I hope you receive it. Thank you for everything you do for your two, our 2A rights in New Jersey. Best regards, Ben Schwartz. Ben, from me and my Jewish wife to you, I love you. <laughs> it was delicious. When I was in, I think I said it on last week's show, when I was in Amsterdam, I had this smoked fish sandwich. Oh, it was delicious. Did you ever have pastrami smoked salmon before, Sam? I, I never have, no. Oh, my fantastic. God. Really? That's a, wow. Ben, out of the ballpark. My wife, of course, she made hers with the cream cheese and the Nova and the whole bit. I, I ate it like it was sushi. 
I, I got to tell you, it was it was unbelievable. I ate it like it was sushi. And this is all about supporting those who support you. These are the perks of my job, right? For all the suspicious packages and the death threats <laughs> and all the doxing and everything I get, every it's once in a while somebody fish drops works. off two pounds of smoked fish <laughs> and offsets all the crap. That's great. Here's another one. Anthony, I just recently started listening to your show and really enjoy it. You guys do a great job of keeping us informed. I've been letting as many other carry permit holders I know listen every week because the one thing you don't want is to be on the wrong side of the gun law in New Jersey. That's for damn sure. I received my my permit in October after it took about 45 days in Morris County. I then amended it later on to add another firearm, which took about 60 days. But the holidays were also in that time period. Morris County seems to be pretty reasonable with the wait times. I've been taking courses at Gun for Hire and will be taking the use of force class this week. Uh, then on to holster draw class. Again, thanks for all the work you guys do. David B., initial, middle initial B, last name E. I don't want to give his last name out. David, thank you for the support. We appreciate it. From the beginning, this show was Sandy. So you're new listening to the show. Sandy took a ton of courses at Gun for Hire back in the Belleville days. And he used to hear me answer the same questions over and over again. He'd have police chiefs. He'd see police chiefs come up with gun questions. Remember, Sandy? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'd go to Knappen's book or whatever. And one day, Sandy says to me, he goes, you know, you answer the same questions over and over again. Why don't you do a podcast? And I said, what's a podcast? (laughs) And Sandy emailed me some information. And I said, all right, I'll do a podcast. But I want you to be my co-host because, you know, I have to have somebody to talk to. And uh, so he said he would, and that was 626 shows ago. We're on 627 today. We are now in year 13. Yes, we are. I was 48 or 49 years old when we started this show. Fuck, we were young. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was 49 years old. I was middle-aged. Now we're 624 weeks closer to the grave. So. So, So the whole goal of the show was to not only have learning segments, not only to tell you about the classes and stuff we offer at Gun for Hire, but the biggest thing was the transfer of information that no one wants you to know. NJ.com will not put out an article saying this is where you can and can't carry with the two C codes because they want you to get arrested. Yes, exactly That's what they do. So thank you for your support. And again, each one reach one and keep sharing the show and keep spreading it around to people. Here's another one. Hey, brother, long time no see. Looks like like you're having a great time in Europe. Good for you. Just thought you'd like to know that while you were checking out the red and blue light district, the blue was my favorite, (laughs) along with enjoying French fries, fried in lard, and suffering through Belgian waffles for breakfast, and after a few after dinner drinks, living the good life, your staff back home is doing a phenomenal job at the range and the store. My son and I have been in a few times shooting, shopping, even bettering ourselves with classes. Just finished taking the draw from concealment class with uh, Will and Jim. Damn, they're good. Learned a lot of new techniques, even for an old codger like me. My son is actually taking the long range course in a couple of weeks and found out Will is the instructor. They already hit it off. I'd like to be able to say they miss you, but I'd be lying, laugh out loud. 
Anyhow, thought you'd like to hear once again what a great staff you have. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of your vacation and see you soon. P.S. Bring me back some friggin' fries. So this is John Acapinti, and John Acapinti is on the uh, the, the uh, business to business page as well. He owns Field of Dreams Landscaping. He's also a fellow Le Tip member with me. Uh, he in, in, uh, introduced me to Le Tip, and he sponsored me, and I became the first firearms instructor in Le Tip. Ever wow. in the world. Yeah. The, the, they had to create a new category for me because you know how I am. <laughs> right. I had to have my own category. Uh, so John from Fielder's Dreams and his son, John, they're salt of the earth people. And he's always stepping up and donating and supporting and whatever we need. Great customer. John had a stroke a while back. Kind of reminds me of the chiropractor who I can't think of Chris's last name right now. Oh, my God. I'm getting old. I'll think of it. But John has taken, John has taken all our basic classes, brought family here for classes, taken every NRA instructor class. Now he's taking all our advanced classes with what some would call a disability. And, you know, in the beginning, the instructors were concerned and they're like, you know, we're going to we're going to we're going to do whatever we can. And he finished everything. He might not be the fastest, but he that's what he has to work with. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what makes him rock star status, because a lot of people with a disability would shy away from taking stuff like this. But he doesn't. And I commend him for that. And by the way, John, you wouldn't like the frites in Belgium. They, they give you mayonnaise with them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they're fried in lard, and there's nothing better. But you the, can a lot get them of, with ketchup if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to say they look down upon you. The yeah, Belgian, the Belgians <laughs> yeah, are like the very, French. Yeah, that's very true. Big yeah. American, take your ketchup and get away from my window. Because you know they have, they have walk up windows. They have frites everywhere. Yeah. I didn't know it's one of the food groups. <laughs> I'm like I ate more French fries. So Mark and I went out to dinner one night, and we're in a seafood place, and I'm like. Um, I'm going to have the Dover sole. And the, the lady goes, okay. I'm like, what's that come with? French fries. <laughs> I'm like, well, so much for healthy. I'm trying to take it light today. I'm going to have the Dover sole with French fries. Okay, French whatever. Fries, yeah. Oh, my God. They fry them in beef fat or they fry them in lard. Oh, my God. what did, They taste like, for you, anybody there over 50, if you remember McDonald's French yeah, fries when you were a kid. Yeah, fried in tallow. That's what they taste like. Vegetable oil does not do a French fry no. justice. No, not at all. I, I'm sorry. And if you're only going to eat French fries once every couple of months, they should be fried in beef fat. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. But that's just me. All right, who's this guy? Let me see. Good afternoon. I have been a member of your range since I moved to New Jersey and absolutely love it there. First, I want to thank you for your show. It is invaluable in producing up-to-date information on laws and the correct and safe way to carry. I was first turned on to you when I picked up my permit to carry in New Milford, New Jersey, and the detective advised me to start listening to you and follow along to stay safe and keep everything legal. <laughs> I get this all the time yeah, because it true. makes the cops' jobs easier. So much easier. They don't have to yeah. answer all the right. questions. Yep. Go listen to Gun for Hire Radio. Anthony will give you all the information. So whoever the permitting officer is in New Milford, New Jersey, thank you for the referrals to the show because it's important that people stay up on top. Like I get, like it's funny when somebody walks up to me and says, "You know, what are we going to do about this insurance?" Starts in July. It's like, well, you don't listen to the show. Yeah. So the canned answer Phoebe and everybody give now is they say, go back and listen to Gun for Hire Radio. Anthony covers it every week because I'm not giving you the answer. You're going to have to do a little work on it now, you know. Yeah, right. But so he also goes on to say, my question is, when the new decision and regarding carrying on private property, 
I was wondering where carrying in a synagogue falls into this, as the synagogue is technically private property, and I'm not sure if it's open to the public. Do I need explicit permission to continue to carry inside? Thank you again for all you do uh, to keep our rights safe. Uh, Judah D. sent from his iPhone. Feel free to edit uh, to read on the show if it's helpful. Thank you. Uh, again, if you listen to what Nick Wong says, it's implied that you can just go into a synagogue, just like a church. Uh, you can just walk in, so you're you're allowed to carry there, unless your rabbi or there's a policy that says you can't, and you're aware of it. Then you'd be breaking the law, and you'd be committing a felony. So these are the things that you have to think about. Uh, how much time do we have? We are uh, closing in on the end. Okay, so I got classes coming up. You know, we have Urban Mace, we have Urban Stun Gun. We have Gun Cleaning 101. Urban Precision Rifle is June 9th and 10th. We have one slot left. We have Hemorrhage Control. We have CPR. We have AED. We have NRA Instructor Classes, June 10th, 17th, 15th, 22nd, and 24th. Go on our website and look it up. Chuck Leonard and his lovely wife, Luann, are teaching the classes here. Become an NRA Instructor. Why not? Why not get into it and learn? Each one, reach one, and continue to perpetuate it out there. Um, I just want to thank everybody for all your support. Next week I'll be uh, at a college, a high school graduation, and I'll be, uh, it's a big one for this kid. And I'll be out there uh, in Indiana. Then I'll be back for a few, a week, and then I'll be back in Florida for about a week. So I want to thank everybody for their support. Uh, come on down to the store. Uh, have a, a blessed Memorial Day. Remember, like Sandy says, it's not about hot dogs and uh, hamburgers. On Memorial Day, how about before your family starts everything, make sure your flag is hanging. How about a moment of silence? Let's That's try to get idea. that to go viral again. How about just a moment of silence for everybody, you know, uh, before us that uh, gave their sacrifices, whether they just served, whether they were wounded, whether they were injured, whether they were killed, and all the families and the Gold Star families that were affected by it. So this country's greatness was built on that, and I still believe there's a portion of us that love the Constitution, the first, second, and all the other amendments equally, I believe there's still some hope for us out there. So uh, carry on, and God bless America. Well, it uh, that kind of says it all, doesn't it? And it looks like you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a kind of media production. The music is in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which, again, he failed to mention this week, but is available at gun shops, bookshops, too many freaks, um, and uh, at the gun shop, bookshop, and gun range known as Gun for Hire, where... From time to time, once or twice a year, he stops by to uh, maybe sign some books. Our cameo. Or our cameo. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, you can send any smoke fish to him or to me, if you'd like, care of Anthony. We love you guys. God willing, Jesus powers and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. Oh,